listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 9th of September 2021. Later, to what extent are property buyers window shopping during lockdown in those areas? But first to the Australian share market, which was smashed today. The S&P ASX 200 down 1.9%, 7,369. $46 billion wiped off the value of the boards. It's the worst one-day fall in about four months and the market closed at a seven-week low. Out of the 200 stocks, only six finished in positive territory. Ramsey Health, the best performer. For more on the day's market action, I spoke earlier with Stephen Daglian from Comsec. Stephen saw a major announcement in terms of the economy today. New South Wales announcing a roadmap to exit lockdown, yet the market has one of its worst day in months. Why? Well, that's the interesting thing about how markets work. I mean, what we've seen actually in the past eight or nine days is markets have started off quite slowly and then has managed to find a bit of uh, support into the afternoon. But today was completely different. I mean, one of the worst days we've had in months. Uh, we hit a nine-week low in the process as well. And I think it's just a whole bunch of factors uh, driving us lower today from a weak lead from Wall Street. Uh, yes, the New South Wales uh, reopening roadmap was uh, laid out today, but I think markets are still of the mind that, uh, you know, it's still going to be quite a challenge a couple of months ahead. There's a bit of uncertainty about how, uh, you know, the global economic recoveries are going to pan out as well in the coming months, because even in those countries that have high, uh, you know, vaccination rates, there's still concerns about a more cautious a consumer. So all of these factors, I think, uh, have been uh, contributing factors of what we saw on the market today, and that was losses really across the board. What about the falling iron ore price? To what extent is it having an impact on the market? Well, look, the, the movements in the, in the mining sector have played a part in, in what we've seen recently. I mean, uh, this week, certainly the worst performers have been uh, the mining sector, mining stocks, which have dropped in the order of 45 to around 5% in just uh, four days. But the iron ore price was down 3.5% in the past day. Uh, more importantly, since the highs hit back in May, the uh, price has actually dropped back by more than 40%. So uh, concerns of China not buying as much of uh, Australia's most important and, and largest uh, uh, export, certainly playing a little bit of a part there. But adding to this uh, is not only the fact that iron ore prices have dropped back, but some of the major iron ore miners have traded ex-dividend recently. So on Monday, Fortescue Metals went ex-dividend. It fell 11% in one day. And then last Thursday, BHP went ex-div and it fell by about 7%. So I think those two stocks have also contributed to the, you know, the sluggish start we've had to the month so far. Stephen Daglian there from Comsec. Now to the property market, where buy demand for property continues to hold despite various lockdowns. REA Group, which operates the realestate.com.au website, says it's seen record levels of email inquiries and views per listing, both of them up in August compared with the same time last year. And while it acknowledges there may be some window shopping by people staying at home, it suggests demand is strong amid limited supply during lockdown, as inspections are paused or dramatically reduced. For more, I spoke with REA's Cameron Kusher. Cameron, what kind of activity are you seeing on REA-related websites? Yeah, we're seeing really strong interest in property from people um, searching. So search volumes are not at their historic high. Uh, that happened sort of as we came out of lockdowns last year, but they're only 7% lower than their peak. And in most states, they're trending higher, even those states that are in lockdown at the moment. Uh, in terms of the number of views per listing, we're seeing record highs uh, in, in that metric. And that's really talking to the fact that the demand for property is really strong 
but the supply of properties available for sale is really limited at the moment. Uh, some of the other metrics, uh, email inquiries for established properties, they've hit all-time highs. Uh, they were trending higher before the current lockdowns, but one would think the lockdowns we're in now has exacerbated the growth in email inquiry. And also the number of inquiries to developers um, for brand new stock, we're seeing that at historic highs. And again, when Home Builder ended, we kind of thought that there would be this pullback in the new home segment. I think what's actually happening at the moment is people can't find the right property in the established market, so they're turning their attention to the new home sector. I guess when it comes to the email inquiries and the views per listing, how confident are you that these will translate to actual buying activity, especially in the lockdown states, and why? Because these people locked down, I guess, are they just window shopping? So that's one reason why we might be seeing a few few more clicks than normal? There's definitely an aspect of window shopping. We do have another index that we haven't included here, but it does look at um, the, the way people engage with listings. Uh, and we sort of put those people into buckets of, you know, low demand, medium demand and high demand. And that level of high demand is also pretty much at record high levels. So we're pretty confident that once lockdowns are ended, that there will be a pretty strong rebound in demand for properties. Again, the biggest challenge in any of those states is that one-on-one inspections aren't available in Victoria and ACT at the moment. They are in New South Wales, and that's actually holding up the market a little bit better in New South Wales, but it's really spooking vendors and we're just not seeing much new stock come onto the market at the moment. Of course, this is a time of year when we'd usually be seeing a big increase in listings. So I think the typical spring selling season is just going to be pushed back to whenever we actually do get out of lockdowns and the real estate market can start acting fairly normally again. So what's that likely to mean for prices? Because we've started to see a bit of a moderation in growth, right? Yeah, I mean, prices are still rising, but the rate of growth uh, has slowed. And again, if we look back to Melbourne last year, that's what we saw during lockdown in Melbourne last year, that the rate of price growth did slow. Um, So price growth will probably slow for the next few months while lockdowns are still hanging around. But again, I think Once we see lockdowns end, I'm expecting that price growth is going to kick back up again and will probably remain fairly strong until we get to the point that domestic borders are largely opened and then, of course, international borders reopening will be the big one because people are still very restricted on how they can spend money at the moment. And I think it's pretty obvious that a lot of that money is just finding its way into residential property, whether that be people buying a second property or people upgrading from the home they're currently in into a a bit of a nicer home, maybe a bit more space, maybe a bit more land. Cameron Kusher there from REA Group. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.